my name is Sarah Powell and I played firefighter Sally Reed. I, I went in for the audition and I remember um, I met the producer, um, Paul, and I, I met, and there was a casting director there, and I went in for an audition <coughs> um, in, um, at the studios where it was filmed, um, uh, down by, down off Tooley Street, uh, which I remember it was not a part of London I knew at all, and it was really difficult to find. If you didn't know, it was really difficult to find. So I got, I managed to make it, and I enjoyed meeting them, and they were very nice. And then I got a recall, and I met, I think, three of the directors, <coughs> um, Jerry... Jerry and um, Keith Washington, I think, and and the the producer was there again, and uh, the casting director was there again. And I remember talking really, really loudly because I was really nervous, <laughs> and I I just I really wanted to do it. I was so excited, and I was just I was almost jumping out of my seat with excitement. And um, let me do it, let me do it, let me do it. And I was really shouting, talking really loudly. I remember the casting director saying, "Sarah, shh." No. Oh, 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 sorry, 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 sorry. Um, and then I think uh, by the time I got back to my flat, uh, I, I, my agent called and said they're going to offer it to you. And, and I think then I just lay down on my bed because I didn't really, to try and calm my breathing, I didn't really know what to do with myself. There was no one in the flat. There was no one to tell. I just sort of lay there trying to breathe. <laughs> um, and it was... Um, yeah, it was really, really exciting. My flatmate eventually came home and he said, are you all right? And I said, yeah, 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 I, I got that job. I got that job in London's Burning. And he went, oh, right, right, great. So what, what character are you going to play, play in it? How, how, you know, and I went, well, you know, there's a, there's, a, there's a girl in it. There's a woman in it. And he went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, well, that's going to be me. And I think he sat down then. He was like, oh, right. <laughs> that's big <laughs> it was just a bit too much to take in at the time yeah but it was uh it was a really exciting yeah it was exciting exciting day <laughs> um I remember the prank that was really fun Jimmy directed that episode um and uh, I was still getting to know everyone so I didn't realize you know I'd, I'd not worked with someone who was directing and acting in it and I remember he he would like jump in and out um, he was wearing just like his normal clothes. He wasn't even wearing a fight, but then they would just stick a helmet on his head and go, right, go do your lines. And then they'd film him and he'd take the helmet off and, and go off and, and direct again. Um, that's what I remember about it mostly. Um, I remember they played a joke on me in the first, when you had to do the lineup, um, the roll call at the beginning of the day. And they all turned one way and I turned the other and they were like, oh, you don't know what you're doing. I went, yeah, I do. <laughs> um, and that's all I remember really about the prank. I remember Jimmy filming it. Um, and I remember just trying to get to know everyone um, and trying to figure out who everyone was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. It, yeah, I yeah. God, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it for a really long time. So, yeah, it was a good gag. They wrote some great stuff. They wrote some great stuff. I was very lucky. Um, from memory, I mean, I'll have to watch them again. From memory, I think the really exciting one was when we went into, we went up to Lincolnshire and uh, we, uh, it was a petrol station explosion and that we were there for like four or five days and 
uh, they blew up and it was an old RAF, uh, an old army base, sorry, not RAF, an old army base. And um, they blew everything up. And that was just, it was, it was just so exciting. And, you know, they, we filmed, we just filmed night shoots. There was no day shoots. And there might've been a bit of, bit at the beginning of the day. Um, and um, yeah, we, we were always just running in and out of buildings. I, we were trapped in a building at one point, but someone got us out. I got stuck at the top of a turntable ladder at another point, and then someone got it moving, like stuck at the top of the turntable ladder in clouds of black, black smoke. It was just impossible to breathe. I just stopped breathing for a bit. I thought I better not inhale because I think this is really bad. Um, and all I could hear was Nobby, who was the um, consultant, the uh the fire service consultant shouting, get her out of there, get her out of there. That's all I could hear. And they obviously couldn't move it. So that was probably the thing I remember the best. That was exciting. And we stayed in a really fancy hotel. And that was really nice. <laughs> really nice room. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that's a great question. Thank you for asking it. I felt really proud of being um, a female firefighter. And I felt really proud of being a black woman um, because I don't think there were any black women on the force at that time. And I know that after every episode went out of London's burning calls to apply to the fire service would like triple. Um, and I was very aware of that. And I was really hopeful that it would increase the number of, of women joining the fire service. And you know you don't know if it does or not but there are a lot of women now in the fire service so at uh, my kids school the fire engines show up on the um at the school fair to talk to the kids about you know fire safety and stuff and let them climb over the engine and the last time I was there you know there was a black firewoman um and and it, it you know made my heart sing <laughs> I was really delighted to see her because when I joined London's Burning there really weren't many I mean I can't remember how many female firefighters there were back then in the early 90s, but they hadn't been allowed to join long. Um, there was really a handful. Um, and now I think it's completely commonplace. I don't think anyone bats an eye. Um, and I felt really proud to be doing that. Yeah, really proud. Um, and, I, I, and a great sense of responsibility, possibly too much responsibility for me at that, at that age. But um, yeah, I was very proud of that. Very proud of that. I did. And I, I spent basically a day driving around London in a fire engine. And that was great fun. Um, in all honesty, I love driving. Um, all my family love driving. And my nephew, in fact, races. Um, he races go-karts uh, to quite a high level. My brother is a rally car driver in the Caribbean. So my whole family are quite... And my mum will go to watch Formula One, you know, at any point, at any drop of hat. And she's always been a really good driver as well. Um, so I drunk, I drew from a very young age. So and I was quite scared about driving fire engine, as you might be. But actually, it really wasn't that hard. <laughs> I don't mean it sound, it really wasn't very hard. It's all power steering. You can drive it like that. It's just that it's big. Um, and there are a lot of buttons. But I wasn't allowed to press most of the buttons because <laughs> I wasn't actually a firefighter. So um, I wasn't, you know, I couldn't do any of that stuff. So you know, I just had to drive it and learn where the indicators and the windscreen wipers were. Um, and it was fun. 
Um, so yeah, I just drove it around London for a bit, but I, I mean, it quickly, the guy was like, you can do this, can't you? And I went, yeah, really? I'm like, should we knock off for lunch? Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, that was it. They gave me a day to learn it, but it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. I think I had a week. I had a whole week, one of which was for the, um, for the driving and the rest of the week was just doing stuff. I had to go overnight to a fire station. Have you interviewed Richard, Richard Walsh? Walsh? Yeah. Yeah. He told you about his time, his training. Yeah. He told everybody. Um, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't that exciting, but I did get called out to a flood at, um, at sort of five in the morning, which was about three pump flood um, shout that had, that we were there for like hours, hours at five in the morning, you know, shift is over at six or something. And we were there for like three hours. It was no fun. Um, and I wasn't even doing it for real. So uh, I was just standing about. But the, um, yeah, and you did, you wore all the gear and did, they've got, they had the, I still remember, I was like an underground basement you had to go to and crawl through all this stuff with all your fire equipment on and the mask and everything. And it was really scary, actually. There were bits of it that were really frightening. Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they did, they did a lot. They did a good old amount of training. Yeah. Met some good people. Um, I live quite close to Paul Bond, who was one of the um, DOPs, Director of Photography, uh, who I remember at one point someone said to me, you will never meet a nicer man or a DOP. And they are quite right. Uh, uh, anyway, so it's lovely. I run into him quite regularly. Uh, Michael Garner, I see I was friends with Michael Garner and we kind of lost touch because I moved the other side of the river, which, of course, is, you know then that's it um so yeah mick was uh, my friend uh and i do run into him and his wife um from time to time and then um no his friends with jimmy um and uh yeah that was pretty devastating for all of us um and that's it really i would love to see ross but it's all right because i can see ross on tv and I just watch and wonder, <laughs> think, how is he so good? <laughs> he always was. <laughs> He's such a talented man. So, yeah. So, yeah, that's it, really. Everyone was quite a lot older than me when I joined, except for Ross. Um, they were all quite a lot older than me. So they all had they all had families, young families with kids. It was a very big you know, gap in what you were doing really in, 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 in life. But Mick, Mick didn't have children when he joined um, and he had children during the show. And so I got to know his kids really well because, you know, I'd go and hang out and it was, that was exciting, but everybody else, you know, they had, they had lives, they had proper lives. I was just a kid. <laughs> well, it was a really lovely time. It was really nice to see people. I mean, not all of us were there. Mick was there. Sean came, um, Richard was there. Can't remember who else was there. I went. Yeah, that was really cool. Um, Kath Rogers was there, wasn't she? Yeah, that was great. And we had our picture taken with Florence Eshalomi, uh, who's our, I think our, she's the MP, the, one of the one of the local, she's, yeah, she was the area MP now. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it was a really nice, it was a really nice day. It was 150 years, wasn't it? Was it? Is that right? It was 150 years of the fire service, wasn't it? N yes and no. Uh, 
you always think this I wish I had I had enjoyed it more I mean appreciated it more and enjoyed it more at the time but the there's a lot of pressure and as I say I was young I was straight out of drum school and um you know it was a huge show it was huge it was like 12 30 the first episode of that first series that I was in was like 13 million viewers it was just so overnight overnight my life was a very different place to be and I found that very very difficult so the work was great the people were great um and um but then there was this whole other thing which I didn't really know what to do with to be honest um and it was that was really hard and I've never I've never known anything like it actually and I've done some quite big stuff since but um, I've never known anything like like the scenes that I saw at London's Burning. It was a kind of because the early nineties, it was sort of a take that and things. And John Alford joined when I joined, so that kind of screaming fandom, girl, young girl fandom, was kind of really at its height. And it was it. We just got it. We just got it full force. Obviously, it wasn't directed at me personally someone would sometimes say my dad quite likes you like, um but because I was with the boys that's just this wash of uh so there was a whole other thing I so yes I do it would have been nice to stay for longer but actually at the time I just couldn't I couldn't could cope with the life that it was demanding um of me <laughs> That, that that is impossible there were so many fantastic I mean they yeah that's like asking who's your favorite friend it's like they were all so carefully done they were just fantastic they really were I mean like no <laughs> you can't I mean it's just that's just impossible <laughs> wow that's really interesting it was such a particular um yeah, it's hard to get right because they did do something set in Newcastle, I think, a few years ago, and it didn't really come off. Um, I think there's something really special about um, the original film that, um, oh, I've forgotten, sorry, his name's gone out of my head, uh, uh, Jack Rosenthal, that he wrote that set it up in a really particular way and then it went, it always went along those lines. And I think you have to have that base for it to be. I mean, it was, it, how many series did it do on this burning? Was it 10, 12? I think it was 14, I think. Was it? Yeah. I think the original producer, Paul Brand, left um, after about series 10, but... Um, and I think the last two weren't quite so successful, but he had produced the original one as well. And I, I just think that that you. So, yeah, I, 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 is there an appetite to redo it? I don't know. It's quite nice that it hasn't been It's quite nice that all these things keep getting revisited. But you're like, we were we were pretty original. <laughs> we were pretty special. Um Golly, who would the cast be? Oh, I don't know. There are so many brilliant actors, aren't there? So many brilliant young actors um, bossing it in all sorts of ways. Yeah, I like um, 
there's a girl who's doing the um she's in the responder at the moment i think i want to say her name is adelio adedio I, but I probably got that wrong. Anyway, she's in the responder with Martin Freeman. She would be fantastic. Oh, there's so many great, great young actors who would just boss it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I remember that. <laughs> I do remember being stuck up that turntable ladder and it not moving and being in clouds, enveloped in clouds of smoke going, oh, I don't think this is very safe. And uh, I also remember there was one shoot we must have got, I don't know, it was in the middle of the night and we were rescuing someone from a, a pond or something. And I remember the green and, and they had to make mud. So it was a night shoot and it's like midnight and they made mud and the mud was chocolate mousse mix. So we all stank of this kind of synthetic chocolate mousse mist we had to wade through and they wanted us really filthy. So we were like slipping in it and sliding in it and, and because we were so disgusting and it was a night shoot, they just literally got a big um, porter cabin with no furniture in it and cardboard boxes just flattened on the floor. And that was our green room. So we spent the whole night freezing cold with these tiny little cups of plastic cups of tea. And every time we were off, we weren't shooting. We had to go and sit in this basically freezing cold box on some cardboard on the floor that was just cut. The whole thing was covered in mud chocolate mousse and I remember lying there and it was you know about two in the morning exhausted and we were all just looking at I think I think it was Sean who just said oh the glamour eh the glamour you know because you come from like hordes of people screaming your name wanting to like to get your autograph have a photograph with you to just being sat in this mud covered sludge of a porter cabin at two in the morning um yeah that was that's quite quite a profound memory um yeah I, yeah i I'm, I'm trying to think yeah i'm being stuck up the turntable ladder that blowing up everything in lincolnshire was really exciting that was a really that's a really good memory um yeah um same as i did then audition try and get work um i've got two kids um so you know that always takes um a chunk of your career really well it doesn't always but it, it it did in my in my um in my experience so um yeah i uh yeah i try and be i try and be a mum <laughs> as best as any of us can um and i do some work uh in the meantime but it, it, it's um it, it, it's you know they're only it's ridiculous as everyone says that they're only little ones and you don't want to miss it uh, and I didn't want to miss it so I was home for quite a long time and I started to do quite a lot of audio work actually when my when I was pregnant uh, with my first child and that's continued and actually that saw me through the pandemic as well um audio books voiceovers that really that really helped get me through the pandemic so I did quite a lot of that but you know I'm still you know a jobbing actor for hire so like if you know anyone looking for you know this let me know put the word out 
Not really, not at the moment. A couple of things that I did last year, which I really loved, they've been out. Like I did, uh, I played Mary Seacole in Doctor Who with Jodie Whittaker, which was just fantastic. It had shades of London's burning, actually, that. It was, we were filming in a disused quarry in Wales in the middle of the night. Um, and uh, it was freezing cold and we were covered in mud. It was, and I felt, I felt comfortable. I was like, I'm in my zone. I know where I am, the driving rain. I know what I'm doing here. Um, that was really great. That was a really great experience. And I did an episode, I did a bit of an uh, episode on ghosts, you know, ghosts, which I love so much. I love that series. So I was really excited to be in it. Um, and then I've got something coming out next. Oh, wait a minute. Where are we? We're 2022. Yeah. So this year, actually, I just did um, a great new fun series called um, Murder in Provence with Roger Allen. Um, who I uh, who I just love and I've loved for a very long time, um, and Nancy Carroll. So that will come out. Actually, I don't know. I think it's in the spring. That comes out in the spring. So look out for that. Um, and then, yeah, no, I don't know what else is coming next. I do lots of audio stuff, as I say, lots of audio. So you'll probably hear bits and pieces of that if you if you um, yeah if you listen carefully. Thank you very much for asking me. I've really enjoyed it. I didn't know what to expect. I haven't done a London's Burning interview ever <laughs> you know since, in the, since the years that I've done it I've never done a what do you remember so it's been fun <laughs>